Did you know that studies have shown affirmations can profoundly influence your psychological well-being, enhancing self-confidence and reducing anxiety? Here at Positive Birth Australia, we have crafted a 20-minute birth affirmations track filled with soulful, carefully curated affirmations to empower, inspire, and guide you to deeply remember the power you hold within. And to my fellow belly birth mothers, we have created a track specifically for you to honor that all birth is a sacred moment of profound significance. For only $5, you can download and immerse yourself in our affirmations track to transform your mindset in the lead up to birth and during labor, serving as a potent reminder of the inherent power and love you possess. Visit us at www.positivebirthaustralia.com or head to the show notes and follow the link provided to start your journey toward a more empowered birth experience. Welcome to Positive Birth Australia, a podcast created to empower and educate mothers along their own pregnancy journey. Each week, I'll be sharing insightful and inspiring birth stories and advice in the hopes to help you create your own positive birth experience. I'm your host, Sky Marie. Let's get into today's show. Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode features the two births of Penrith mother, Taylor. Taylor's first daughter was breech presentation, leading to an unwanted cesarean birth that left her feeling robbed. By the time she conceived her second child, she knew a home birth was her ultimate choice, not knowing at the time it would be an experience that changed her life. We chat about the initial panic that set in when she realized how fast things were moving and the shift she felt in her mindset after her healing journey. Enjoy the episode. Hi Taylor, welcome to Positive Birth Australia. Thank you for being here. No, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Do you want to just quickly tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, my name's Taylor. I'm a very busy mum, stay-at-home mum of a three and a half year old and a mother to a, as you can hear, (laughs) newborn, a little six-week-old called Violet. Bless her. And were your pregnancies planned? Both planned and both completely different. Oh, okay. So yes. should we start off with your first order then? What was that yep. experience like for you? So the pregnancy was a breeze. Um, yeah, I worked the whole way and then um, labour. So she was a breech baby. Okay. So labour was emergency cesarean, nothing went to plan. Um, and we ended up having her, yeah, at um, the hospital um and as much as the birth was amazing we still felt we were quite robbed of a lot of things um because we wanted to try and have her naturally but the hospital we were at didn't really support having breech birth Mm -hmm. um but she was born healthy and um safe and um we were able to go home two days later which was nice Yeah. yeah yeah So when you fell pregnant again, at what point did you realize that you wanted to do things differently this time around? 
Yes, so we um, decided pretty early on, um, pretty much the day I fell pregnant, that I was having a home birth. And um, I'd done a lot of research on home births. Um, It was something I just felt inside me I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And um, I just stalked all the pages on Instagram and the websites and continuously watched all the birth videos. And I just felt it in my heart. It was something I wanted to do. Probably having not the best time at the hospital either with the first um, triggered the interest in it originally. Okay. Do you feel like you had some yeah. trauma around that experience? Uh, later on, I felt like I had been ripped off. Yeah. Um, my waters broke naturally. I was laboring naturally. And then I was rushed in to have the cesarean when I wanted to try, okay. um, where it was kind of out of my hands at that point. Yeah. And were you aware that she was presenting breach? Yes. So we we knew at about 35 weeks she was breech. Okay. We, I'm not sure what it's called, but we went in one day to try and have her turned by the doctor and um, it didn't work. She didn't turn. And then, yeah, we felt no real big movements um, in the belly <laughs> uh, between 35 weeks and... 38 weeks when she was born oh okay so you went into natural labor at 38 weeks that's amazing yes 38 and one waters broke yes and natural labor and contraction started straight away and between water breaking and me holding her was six hours okay awesome so not too long and how much did she weigh she was 3.9 kilos oh, and 55 wow. centimetres long. Yes. Oh, my Lord. So she was well and truly ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Well done. So I'm assuming you would have had some fears around breech birth to work through before you went into the second birth? Definitely. Yes. It was a big fear of mine. Um, but this, like I said, this pregnancy was completely different. We felt baby turn all the time. Mm. Um, where in our first pregnancy we didn't feel the return in my belly much or move, um, probably because she was breech. Um, but this time we felt a lot of movements and every scan we had, she was head down. Okay. So it was very reassuring from quite early on that things might be a little bit different this time. Yeah. Yes. And what were some of the things that you did in the lead up to this birth to educate yourself or get prepared? So the day I found out I was pregnant, I... Um, called my midwife, which I'd already picked. (laughs) And um, I called her to see if she was available because they book out so fast. And I basically had a week to, you know, confirm and book in and pay and all that stuff. And so, yeah, we picked her pretty early on. um, And she then helped us throughout the whole pregnancy. And, yeah, we were really happy, very happy. Yeah. Any books or classes that you did in the lead up? So we did the, um, we didn't do the Calm Birth app. We did the Calm Birth, oh, sorry, we didn't do the Calm Birth class. We did the Calm Birth app. Oh, okay, so cool. You can listen to recordings every night or, you know, there's multiple recordings a day depending on what you want to practice, mm-hmm. whether it's breathing techniques or learning how to um, feel your baby and um, affirmations. It's fantastic. And did your partner do that with you as well? So uh, I had it playing at night as I fell asleep mm-hmm. and he would wake up in the morning and say, um, 
my baby is so close to me and <laughs> he would repeat the words that the, the affirmations from the night before it was really funny so yeah. yes he got to listen to it all <laughs> and it's funny the night before I had Violet uh he went and did a beers and bubs class oh okay and what did he think did he yeah. like it loved it amazing and uh, for some reason she come the next night so it must have been (laughs) yes how far along were you this time around when you went into labor um 40 weeks and one day okay I in the morning I woke up and swam in my grandparents pool then went and had some acupuncture Mm -hmm. and had my abductors released at physio because my my hips were quite tight mm-hmm. um so he relieved first my first and i needed to let that go um it was yeah it was very very long but with a with a three-year-old i was kept quite busy yeah, um and we just did a lot of swimming walking riding and i actually got to look at her sundays and go okay these this could be the last day it's just you and i so let's let's take advantage of this time and as much as I want this baby, I want to enjoy these last days with you as well. So that was what really helped. Yeah. Yeah. One chapter ends and another one begins. Mm, so bittersweet. Do you want to take us to that first sign of labor? Yes. Just like my first, the uh, my waters broke um, naturally in the shower. Um, yeah, I was actually showering with my three-year-old and I went, uh-oh. <laughs> Um, I called hubby and I said, we need to get Vera to bed as soon as possible so we can concentrate and really start focusing on, you know, getting this, this labor sorted and Mm -hmm. calling the midwife. So we got her to bed pretty early. Um, but yeah, waters broke at eight o'clock and by 8.15, my contractions had started Mm -hmm. um, and they were five minutes apart straight away. So I knew it was going to be a very fast labor. And that's probably where a bit of the panic started to happen. Everything I had practiced. I was trying to absorb, but uh, I think I may have gone into a little bit of shock because I went into the shower and um, I was throwing up quite early on within an hour of my waters breaking because how intense and how fast the contractions were. The pain was something else, yes. I was laying in bed trying, I mean, I thought I'd get at least 15, 20 minutes between each contraction so I could lay down and meditate and practice all those things I had worked so hard towards. Um, and my midwife did say, look, usually if it's quite fast the first time, it'll be possibly quicker the second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we were a little bit mentally prepared for that, but I just don't think we were prepared for it to be that fast. Yeah. Yeah, We hadn't even called midwife yet. And I was on all fours. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So take us through what was going on inside your mind. Was there anything that helped you kind of stay focused and not allow that panic to take over? I think mainly I had my eyes shut mm-hmm. because I didn't want to see hubby running around trying to set up the birth pool, um, you know, get ready. So I had my eyes shut and was practicing the breathing techniques of four in, five to six out, trying to make my um, breaths out as long as possible mm-hmm. um, and breathe through the contractions. So, yeah, I did zone out quite early on, which was good. Mm-hmm. Then when the midwife arrived, um, I, cha- I tried to change positions from on all fours to the birth ball. That helped. That helped me get through the next stage. And then as quick as I was on the birth ball, I was jumping straight in the pool. Okay. So my daughter was asleep and she surprised me through much of it. 
I was screaming. I was very vocal for this birth. Had you done anything to prepare her for birth? Yes, the plan originally was to have her and hubby and the midwife here. Mm -hmm. um, we decided pretty early on we didn't want family or we uh, we like to do things just the four of us, well, four of us now, but was the three of us. So, um, yeah, when we – she was with me when I peed on the stick and found out I was pregnant. So oh, nine months she was educated and we spoke to her all the time about what's going to happen, um, how we're going to try and have the baby at home and um, – asked her do you still want to be here and are you sure you're ready and it's going to be a little bit you know frightening if mum's yelling and screaming and she was like no I want to see it pop out I want to meet mm -hmm. the baby so yeah she was quite involved from early on that's awesome but she was yeah. asleep for majority of it yeah probably until the last hour yeah of labor <laughs> when the screaming really ramped up <laughs> and I remember I kept feeling down, I couldn't feel the baby's head yet and I thought, wow, I've got so long to go and, yeah, um, it wasn't long at all though. What was three and a half hours felt like 12 hours still. Wow, three and a half yeah. hours, that is wild. Yes, yeah, between water breaking and her birth, her, the time she was born. Incredible. So she, in the last hour, heard the screaming and come out and... I remember between contractions going, it's okay, it's okay, <laughs> trying to calm her down. <laughs> oh, mama bear mode still kicks in, hey? Yeah. So were you still panicking at this stage or were you able to gather yourself and sort of ride the intensity? The birth pool was when the panicked yourself. You were so close to meeting your baby. Mm -hmm. You're so close to meeting your baby. And I kept saying that out loud and in my head and I think that really helped because literally we were so, so close. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, I felt obviously the transition and the head start to come out and um, my daughter was eyes wide open looking with the mirror and the, the flashlight. She loved it. It was awesome. And how special for her to be able to witness that. I, I agree. I mean, some people don't, but I really think that it was so nice for her to see that and to learn what birth really is and to not have to be sent away and then I come home with this baby. So yeah yeah it was definitely all part of the plan for us yeah. so take us back through that moment in the birth pool where you had a crisis of confidence over how much longer you thought your labor would be i remember saying to my midwife how long do i have left like i don't know if i can do this anymore mm -hmm. and she just looked at me and i can't actually remember what she said but i remember one of our previous appointments she said and don't focus on how dilated you are or how far you've got to go. Just focus through that next step, the next contraction, and don't worry because it will come. Mm -hmm. And before she even had the chance to answer me, I remembered that thought, that comment that she made and I just closed my eyes and got back in the zone. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, it was so mental. It's as physical as it was, it was so much mental strength mm. um, and preparing and breathing that was required to get me through that and I felt I was trying to uh, feel where the baby was almost what part of my body how far down and through the contractions I felt the contractions weren't high up in my stomach anymore these contractions had changed and I'm in transition I'm even closer now so just get through the next breath get through the next contraction and we'll be even closer mm. 
Um, but then something I never heard or was prepared for was after baby's head come out, I wasn't prepared for the baby's head to go back in. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yes. my gosh. I <laughs> said, what's happening? And she said, it's fine. It's all normal. I thought, how how am I going to do that again? Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. Like, out of all the... Um, all the preparation, I, it was just something I'd never heard of before. How was it for you being able to experience true physiological birth for the first time, really? Um, even though it was intense, it must have felt so empowering for you. Definitely empowering is the right word. Yeah. I remember feeling early labour and going, okay, I'm familiar with this, this is fine. Um, intense labor where the contractions are really really hard and um, it was taking my breath away I remember thinking yep this is I remember this feeling as well it was transition I never had gone through that and that was a big probably smack in the face for me because I thought wow what's going on this isn't something I've prepared for um, verbally prepared for and had spoken about but yeah pain wise and physically it was very new Mm. and um but we were just we just felt so safe and secure with the midwife we'd chosen and um, there was something about the aura in the room where I just felt so safe. Mm. Yeah, it was quite magical. As I was frightened, I'm not going to lie, and it hurt so much. And I, I see a lot of these birth videos of home births and they look so magical. Mm. Um, but it was, it just hurt so much. <laughs> Yeah, there's so much misconception out there, I feel, amongst women about quick labors because a lot of people think, oh, you're so lucky, you got to meet your baby so fast, like, I hope I have that, when in actual fact, majority of women that I've spoken to that experience a precipitous labor, they all say the same thing, it's, you know, super overwhelming and you don't really get that slow build up that a lot of women get, it's kind of zero to a hundred straight away. Yeah, and a break in between to rest and catch your breath and collect your thoughts as well where Mm. I just it was like no break at all I said to my midwife at one point when do I get this break and she comes oh god (laughs) (laughs) she didn't know how to answer that (laughs) yeah I did get a bit of a break during um, transition which was really nice I was able to lay I was holding a birth comb the whole labor Mm -hmm. and I remember during transition letting go of it and looking and my hands were had like cuts through them because I was holding the comb so tight. (laughs) One hand was hubby and the other hand was the comb and I've still got it. It made, it really helped. Mm -hmm. You just squeeze it through your contractions. When I was, my um, photographer, who's actually a doula, so she was like a two-in-one, she gave it to me and she said, um, let me know how you go with this. And, yeah, I didn't let go of it the whole time. It was unreal. (laughs) So do you want to take us to that moment just before she was born? How were you feeling? Yes, it was magical. I remember putting my hand down one contraction, not feeling anything, putting my hand down the next time and feeling hair. Mm. And I went, oh, my God, it's got hair. <laughs> and hubby was like, yeah, we can see its head. Like you, I must have zoned out and come back to and yeah, all of a sudden there was a head there. So, um that was awesome and my daughter was saying you know I can see its head and Mm. that was a bit of a a giggle and at this point I turned from laying on my belly almost over the birth pool to laying on my back Mm -hmm. um, and almost 
my back floating in the water. Okay. Um, yeah, so I had my feet down and my back kind of up and uh, my back wasn't on the floor, it was floating in the pool. And I think it was two more pushes and um, I screamed out, I'm tearing, I can feel, I'm tearing. And I, I was actually tearing. Um, I ended up having second degree tears. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I can imagine if I wasn't in the water, then the next push after that, I said to the midwife, I need your help. Like I, I couldn't physically deliver the baby, which was part of the plan. Mm-hmm. I wanted to pull baby out, but look, I'm, I'm not complaining at all. It was still so awesome. And she ended up pulling her out and I was able to kind of collapse in the pool and she put her on my chest and just like everyone says, it was almost a moment of relief and the pain just disappeared. What was that moment like for you when you realised, I've just had this beautiful home birth after having a cesarean birth previously? It was such a moment of accomplishment because mm. for so, so long I wanted this home birth and we hadn't told many people about it because there's a lot of obviously opinions about it. So we kept it quite to ourselves and we invested so much passion and um, you know time and energy into making it happen. And then when it finally happened and we held baby in our arms, I just felt on top of the world. I can't even describe the magic and the empowerment I felt. Um, yeah, it was almost like any wounds inside me had just... Mm disappeared yes mentally it was very life-changing for me and I feel like a completely new woman from it how powerful is that yes and I bet you just want to scream it at the rooftops like this is what birth can look like yes exactly (laughs) and I wish everyone I knew could do it like Mm. I just I just want to tell everyone to have a home birth just do it it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) and even for the people present there's such a rush when you've witnessed undisturbed birth exactly my midwife's assistant said afterwards oh your daughter's leg was shaking like Mm. the adrenaline in her body when she was watching Mm. her legs were like oh my god this is happening just little things like that it was it was just felt throughout the whole room So I do not know how I'm ever going to sell this house now. <laughs> of course. Oh, my gosh. You'll have to take a piece of it with you. I know. <laughs> and so at what point did you realise that you'd had another girl? Yeah, it's funny. We we sat there for a while and um, my husband Luke and Vera sat behind me outside the birth pool and we were all just staring at her and mum my daughter had planned for so long that she wanted to sing happy birthday when the baby was born because mm. no one, like, it's it's their birthday. So she goes, can we see? So we sang happy birthday and my husband kept looking at me funny and I was thinking, what, what's going on? And I said, oh, should we find out the gender? <laughs> I'd forgotten oh, to check. Course. I just was so, you know, obsessed with her um, and he said, finally, I was waiting for you to say that. So he lifted up her umbilical cord and sure enough, it was another girl and we were like, oh, my God, amazing. Girl club. Sisters. <laughs> yeah, my daughter was thrilled with that. Mm-hmm. And she said, Mom, can I put my swimmers on and get in the pool? And I said, of course, honey. So she ran in and put her swimmers on and jumped in the water and the photographer got some really nice moments of 
um, the girls holding hands for the first time. It was really magical. No. Keep using that word, but it's the perfect word to describe it. Absolutely. <laughs> and your placenta, how was that experience for you? Yeah, so that was difficult. Okay. I, I must have been, I mean, everyone's exhausted. I don't know. I just really struggled to birth a placenta. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up kind of standing half out of the pool and it took about 20 minutes and a few intense pushes and I, it come out. Mm-hmm. And then I just needed a long, hot shower, which was so bizarre because I really struggled to let go of my first for a long time. So for me to just get up and willingly give bubs to hubby and have a shower and look after me for a minute was thought okay something's changed in my brain um, yeah. a lot of anxiety had disappeared yeah so I, I had a shower and I remember thinking in the shower I did it I, 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 I bloody did it I can't believe I actually did that I did I have a home birth so yeah I just felt on top of the world and um, they brought baby to me afterwards and we all laid in bed together and the midwives did everything and they we just laid there as a family and it was just so good to not have to say to Luke you've got to leave in an hour or you've got to go home and there was no ending basically it's it's the high is still here because there was no we've had we've got to leave and go home from the hospital or it kind of just naturally naturally went back to normal life with her in it and it was yeah yeah there was no like I said no real ending to that story yeah wow so special yeah and what about your placenta did you do anything special with it yes um so my photographer slash doula slash birth encapsulator (laughs) (laughs) I mean placenta encapsulator she um she did some birth art where she put put it on the paper and she gave it back to us. Oh, nice. um, and I did end up getting the placenta encapsulated and have been taking the tablets ever since. Amazing. How incredible are they? I don't want them to end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost at the bottom already and I thought, oh, but, um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. I love it. I love how I feel after them. Mm-hmm. I notice I do feel different if I haven't had them as well because some days I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the healing process for me changed once I started taking the tablets because it took about, I think about a week and a half for me to get them back. Oh, okay. So how was your healing process after birth? I think I healed quite slowly, but midwife said it was normal. Um, yeah, it took me probably a good four weeks for me to feel like things had gone back to normal. Mm -hmm. Um, I struggled with um, going to the bathroom Um, the bleeding was really heavy and I was in a lot of discomfort I think because we were trying to heal from some bad tears as well yeah okay yeah was there anything you did to help better support that healing process my midwives advised that they uh, I could go to the hospital or I could stay and really relax and let them heal naturally yeah and I was adamant I wasn't going to the hospital. So I decided to just really um, let hubby take over with Vera, our eldest, and um, relax and unwind and try and recover from that damage that was caused. <laughs> yeah, and um, it took a while, but, yeah, it did happen eventually and we're now at six weeks and everything feels like it's gone back to normal. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. 
How has your postpartum been this time around? Is there any significant differences you've noticed? Uh, for me, there is, and I don't know why. I mean, it might be for a lot of other women as well, but I had so much anxiety with my first to even leave the house. I didn't want family who I love and adore to even touch her. Like, it was really funny with my first. I just had this crippling anxiety of um you know, her getting sick or her getting hurt. And this time the the postpartum has been amazing. I have wanted people here. I've wanted to share her with the world and, um, you know, welcome people into our, into our space and our home and say, look, like she's here. And, yeah, it's been a complete 360. So amazing. Yes. Yeah. And how was the reception when you told everyone that you'd had this beautiful home birth? Um, it has, let's say, 80% received well. Interesting. Yes. yes. Um, and I was shocked where a lot of the not so you know, encouraging, probably is the word, comments have been from the elderly people okay. in our lives. So, um, and they're the ones that were born at home, like, <gasps> you know and yeah yeah so we were surprised we thought it'd be a lot of our younger friends going you're not like crazy what 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 we had no idea and <laughs> yeah um a lot of our friends were like we're not even surprised with you like that was yeah something we knew that you wanted to do so but yeah a lot of the elderly people my mother-in-law actually I think she was born at home and she said I'm glad you didn't tell me because it would have triggered a lot of anxiety for me and I would have been really worried about you throughout the whole pregnancy so mm. she yeah she was really glad we kept it to ourselves so it was a win-win I think yeah. where you know some families would be a lot more on board with it but for us we just felt it was safer in our space yeah so important to do that though because it's so easy to forget how much outside opinions stick with you and they do i'm one to take things on board and hold them on hold on to them so yeah yeah we it's another positive thing we were so glad with that choice that we made so looking back at your entire experience what would be your key piece of advice for any expectant mothers out there um, I'd have to say, I mean, if anyone is thinking of having a home birth, a lot of people say, I wish I did that. Or a lot of people have told, said, oh, I would have loved to have done that. Or, but I, I just, you know, they're scared or they're frightened. Do your homework and really research it. And if you, you are thinking of having a home birth, to actually go and have one. Yeah. <laughs> like that's probably the big thing for me because a lot of people we speak to regret not having one or they've had one on the way to the um, hospital in the car and gone, we should have just stayed at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and just to be prepared um, to do your research. We still, there was a lot of things we didn't know and we did lots and lots of research. So I feel like you'll never, ever know everything and mm. just to accept that you won't know everything um, when the time comes. Yeah. Beautiful advice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Taylor, for coming on today and sharing your incredible journey with us. No, thank you for having me. That brings us to the end of today's show. What an empowering journey Taylor had, reminding us that regardless of what your previous births looked like, your body will always have that innate ability to birth your baby. It's literally written in our DNA. There is still so much confusion out there, I feel, around cesarean birth and that, you know, once you've had a C-section, you most likely will have one for your next birth. 
I still hear that narrative being shared around today, but it just simply is not true. And I really hope today's story has given any mothers out there the inspiration they need to seek out a different birth outcome because it is absolutely possible for you. I hope you all enjoyed today's show. Let me know what you think over on the PBA Instagram, and I'll see you all next week for another episode of Positive Birth Australia.